0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another BTR podcast.
1: Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to two hundred subscribers by the end of this month.
0: Yeah, and make sure you guys follow our uh, TikTok, our Instagram, our Twitter for all updates, all clips, YouTube Shorts as well. So subscribe, get that number to two hundred as soon as possible. Um, audio listeners, make sure you guys um, audio listeners make sure you guys uh, download the podcast, whatever platform you guys use and uh, give it a five-star rating if you enjoy it. But at the same time, I'm going to take a through-the-wire approach. If you're listening to this podcast through audio platforms, go to the YouTube, hit the subscribe button, hit the like button, watch it for 30 seconds to give us a view and time, and then go back... And uh, listen to it on the audio platform. And same thing, whoever's watching this video on YouTube or listening it as a YouTube video, go to the audio platform, download the podcast. We're desperate. <laughs> We're getting desperate. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we gotta, we gotta find a way to promote. this yeah. <laughs> so this is a test. Let's see if this yeah. works. Um, uh, um, please do that. All the uh, other ones do it too. So we might yeah, as well. Yeah, so, so
1: just, just do it.
0: Um, before we go with today's uh conversations, topics, and stuff, we just dropped a banger new podcast episode with a guest, as we teased last week. Uh, Amr Mandair, he's a local guy, uh, physio. Uh, some people might know him as Jasmine Mandair's older, bro- uh, older brother, <laughs> which we referenced as a yeah, joke on the podcast. Soccer uh, coach as well. Soccer coach as well. Represented uh, New Zealand. Uh, well, not yeah, I guess you could say represented New Zealand's um, women's team when they came here to play against Canada as a physio. As a physio. <laughs> Not as a player, yeah. as a physio. <laughs> as, a play, uh, as, a, as a physio. And uh, that came out Saturday, and we dropped a f- uh, clip already. So make sure you guys check that out. Um, as for this week, we will be recording our NBA tier list video. Hopefully, we have no issues with that in terms of technology like we did with the NHL one. But that should be coming out this weekend. We should be recording that sometime this week, um, as well as an NBA season preview will be filmed sometime this week. Early next week, because the NBA season starts on the 24th. So we're, we will officially be on all sports watch, essentially. The ones that we care about, but for all, for everybody in the world, there's a Rugby World Cup going on. I think yeah. F1 just finished, but cricket if that is world, going on... Cricket World Cup as Cricket well. World Cup is going on. But for the ones that we care about, it's, you know we already know which ones we care about the most, so we'll be the talking big, about The though. Big Five. The Big Five plus whatever MMA stuff there is, yeah. or any big story that comes like out. Tennis or something like um, yeah so keep an eye out on that make sure you guys like comment sorry like and subscribe though so and turn on the post notification so you know when that video comes out uh without a further ado let's get right into it we'll get right into the nfl because i think that's like the biggest sport we've been paying attention to the most we'll get into mlb playoffs after this for those of you guys wondering but uh let's go very quickly to thursday night football uh, with the Broncos Dead. and the Chiefs. Yeah, because p- I fell asleep when I came home and I, that's when I started feeling sick. Apologies if my voice, um, doesn't sound the same as the other ones. But, um, hopefully Joven uh, somehow uses editing magic. Uh, I, don't, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, Thursday Night Football, I came home, I literally just passed out. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, Broncos. From, uh, I had the game on, but it wasn't yeah, entertaining enough for me to stay away. I watched it.
1: Mahomes wasn't great himself. Um, they kept on showing Taylor Swift again, so that's getting annoying. Yeah. And uh, Travis Kelsey killed it, especially first half. I think he had 100 receiving yards. And uh, Broncos couldn't get any offense. Right. This this game was on the offense mainly. Defense held them in. Like the only way you could beat the Chiefs is like. Um, to Not let him score touchdowns in the red zone, forcing yeah. field goals as many times as possible. And they did that. What was the, the score? 19-8? Yeah, 19-8 was the score. So, at
0: one point, so the, what I remembered was, I, I think I watched the first half a little bit before. Um, I didn't see much uh, Taylor Swift in the first half. And I remember, I, don't, I think it was Al Michaels who tweeted it or said it at least in a public broadcast um, prior to the game. That they're not gonna try to show Taylor Swift much, so you be the judge of that. I don't know how much they show. They did it better. They did better. Uh, that they're not. They're, that the audience stop here. Stop talking about Taylor Swift now. No, no, no. no, no, no. I'm just saying that. Yeah, that, yeah. that <laughs> I'm not talking about her. I'm saying that <laughs> what he. Stop. I'm saying what he's saying. Yeah, yeah. That he said that. They um, did better. That's all. No, no, no. Doing. Let me finish, man. That he said that there uh The reasoning is that people are here to watch a football game, so that's what it should be on. Yeah, if a big thing happens, great. Other than that, it should be on the football game. But yeah, ba- back to it. From what I remember, it was sixteen nothing, or something like that, and it became sixteen eight when I woke up and saw a little bit of the highlights. And then it was a, yeah, And then Harrison Bucker had a clutch field yeah, goal to close it all. there's
1: not really much to talk about, right? Their offense was dreadful. Chiefs defense is real, like they've definitely gotten better. And uh, Mahomes, they, there's no statement. Real Chiefs win this year, other than the Bears, and I don't count that. Like the Chiefs offense doesn't look like what they were last year. Mahomes doesn't look like what he was last year. So, but they're, at the end of the day, they're winning games, and uh, defense is a
0: big reason why. How much of it is a lack of a wide receiver, number one, uh, and EB, BNB B gone? It's more BNM for me because like
1: you did the same thing last year, right? But they had a better. I thought Juju's better than Kadarius Tony. Yeah, no, Last year,
0: you partnered, especially later on when they figured it out, they partnered Kadarius Tony and uh, Juju. Yeah,
1: but to me, it wasn't as big as it's, it was still like they, they were able to manage it. Uh, whereas Biennemi is Matt Nagy and Biennemi, that's the difference, right? I'm not saying anything wrong about Matt Nagy, but in my opinion, Biennemi is better as well. Because
0: obviously we know the play caller is Andy Reid, but we don't know what happens behind the scenes, the practices and preparation, right? So that's how maybe the, both of those guys took it differently. But yeah, uh, you said it, but they're still the Chiefs at the yeah, end of the I mean, they the still need a
1: wide receiver, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I don't think it's a big excuse because I think they've still found a way to do it last year and this year they're... I guess, is really hitting them this year instead of last year.
0: Yeah. Um, especially with the other teams being... Actually, no, there's a lot of teams that haven't run away with anything in both sides, right? I guess they had, we'll get to the nine, Niners and the Eagles in a second. Uh, but, yeah, like I don't think there's any one specific. Cause like, yeah, when we are doing our power rankings, the best was the 49ers, no doubt about it, right? They had the biggest statement win out of all of them, which was the Cowboys and uh eagles again like i said not anything special which is why i had them fifth at one point even that though they were undefeated um the chiefs did have a statement when at the end of the day even yes the bears okay
1: it's not a statement when it was the bears but
0: like they put a butt whooping like some of these teams struggle like today we're gonna get to a like, perfect uh transition sunday night football everybody thought the um the bills would destroy the giants did it happen no at least the chiefs did that at least one right now I, g- I agree with you; it's the Bears, but at the same time, like other teams have not done that. And let's get right into Sunday Night Football because uh, this is why I kind of the defensive side of the thing is real. If they c- get clicking uh, with the Giants, the Giants with the Giants paper actually have decent defense. That's right. why I was like my prediction before I went back on it, being a little coward. Now that I am, um, the issue was offense. The issue was the offense mainly, but like defensively, you still had there was no reason to give up forty. To the Cowboys in Week One, there was. I no mean, to r-
1: be fair, sack, fumbles, interceptions. Okay, yeah, don't,
0: they put him in terrible positions. Yeah, give points. And then like they, they were struggling both again offensively and defensively. They were struggling against the Cardinals at the beginning, and then the rest of the games they played. But um, defensively, you know, this is I, I miss Bobby Okereke. Even though he's not a big loss for us because uh, Laier Franklin and uh, EJ Speed are carrying that load right now. But if we had Bobby, it would have been perfect still. But you know, he's named captain there for a reason. Um, Their run defense was questionable because there were like a lot of first and tens. Yeah. And they were converting them early with Latavius Murray and uh, James James Cook. Cook, But still, you have
1: Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, Kayvon Thibodeau. Like, on paper, your defense is good and they finally played like that today. They
0: said on the broadcast, now let's flip to the offense quickly because before we talk about the uh, Bills, um, I think it's like over 248 minutes or something like that where they did not get a touchdown. And that streak is <laughs> exactly, continuing. Exactly, yeah. That streak is continuing. Um, I'm going to go back. There Okay, so the final score was... A t- it was a five-point game. I think it was... 49. 17- oh, 49.
1: Well, 49.
0: 49. Sorry, I was thinking 17-12 for some reason. 49. And uh, the reason why they lost this game is because what happened at the end of the half. The, the management of the clock was brutal. And I don't know if that, cause like the way. So what happened was essentially, uh, they decided to do run play with two seconds to go instead of kick, or not two seconds to go. Like with, there was some like ten there seconds was time, to go, right? They did a but run they did a run play, and yeah. then the Bills did the classic don't get on get off thing. Which quick, yeah, it and so sometimes every time. they'll get away with it. Sometimes you won't, and they couldn't they couldn't like, spike it or get in time to do um, so uh, a field goal yeah, at least. So,
1: so here so the the issue was here is like, apparently it's supposed to be a option play whereas uh, there's a run built in in every play that's what they're saying yeah. on the broadcast and Dable seemed pissed off at Taylor and stuff Tyra Taylor
0: That people thought it, like, the commentators thought it might have been audible as well Oh general. yeah, something
1: like that because Dable looked confused himself yeah because like, so Kafka, Kafka calls the plays yeah so right? I don't know how much of it was it coaching or was it just like Taylor saw something he's like okay Saquon could probably punch it in and uh, Buffalo doing what they do they like any defense is going to do uh, not even stuffing I'm talking about like just delaying the game as much as they can get um, off any extra seconds and uh, yeah the
0: clock ran out the thing with the clock even okay listen if they didn't even get a touchdown I would just take the three points because now in hindsight being twenty twenty, we knew the Bills weren't going to get shut out realistically I don't think they were going to get shut out if they did we would have been talking about the Bills first instead of the Giants but the reason why I'm bringing this up was now in hindsight what was it 14-9 it would have been 14-12 and they now we'll fast forward to the end of the game um, which I thought by the way was a pass interference again on Darren Waller. Yeah. But it was. Uh, they had to run like a, um like a two minute drill type did of they thing. They needed a touchdown and they needed three. a touchdown to win and they got yeah. they got they made some big plays, spiked it. Clock management was better. And uh Darren Waller got in the end zone, pass interference, right call. Then again with the w essentially the same situation. Now, people thought Saquon would have run that one. I was okay with the play. Maybe a better runoff. Terry uh, Tyler could have done better in terms of pocket presence. Maybe, in some sense. But they were getting, he was getting all out blitzed at that point. Yeah. Um, but I thought Darren Waller was held, and that was a pe- he was P.I. Held. in general. But th- you would not have been into that situation because it, should have, it would have been a 14-12 game, and Graham Gano, who's a decent kicker, solid kicker, and with that close, it would have been a field goal to win it. So, um that's where it ultimately ends up being bad. But, yeah, that's but it's a giant story. I don't want to go too much into it. They should have, could have had the win, right? Uh, but I'm, they didn't. Yeah, so my thoughts quickly on the
1: Giants is that they play better, obviously. And, honestly, the way they're bad, their offense is how they're going to win games. This is how we are going to beat the Bills. Yeah. Right? And uh, they almost found a way to do it. Uh, <coughs> yeah, that's obviously the play I have uh, in the second quarter and... Was costly, for sure. Yeah. But the fact that you were able to drive down and still manage to... Obviously, it helps when Tyler Bass misses a field goal yeah. as well to give you a better field position. But with Tyrod Taylor, they did this much. This My point is that I'm going to say is that, like, you paid the wrong guy. Clearly, this game proves it because you were um, Daniel Jones on the sideline and your offense looked way better. Yeah. Because uh, they are on the red zone many times. They just how much of that... Okay. They just couldn't... Convert into touchdowns. When did Saquon was, go out? Wait, uh, no, but, uh, my point is like they were moving the ball, fine. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just couldn't convert into touchdowns. So that's where that's where my that was, that was gonna
0: be my next question to you is Saquon? Sorry, not Saquon. Uh, uh, Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor? Next game, assuming Saqu or uh, Tyrod Taylor is healthy. But at the end of the day, there was no touchdown. But when was Saquon hurt? Week two? Week three? So he
1: played week one and two.
0: You were know because of your fantasy. That's why. Also, he was fantasy. out week three. 4 and 5. So this is week 6. Um Okay, so how much if, do you think can help now Daniel Jones at Saquon's back? I mean, it should help. It should sure, help, yeah. right? So like if Daniel Jones was day,
1: like the point is that like The
0: ball moved better. I
1: I get what you mean. No, not that. The point is you paid the wrong guy because Oh with, yeah, with I mean, Sa- yeah, no. Let me finish. The Saquon With Saquon alone, you had such like, you were able to move the ball so well. Yeah. With Daniel Jones alone, you were able to... You can't even do anything.
0: Yeah, What it, I was going to say was a...
1: Seattle game. Prime example of that.
0: Well, what I was going to say was like we don't need to revisit it because we said this a like couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, no, but I'm just
1: saying this game proves it because yeah. we saw them individually now. For
0: sure. Um, let's see what they do together. Because like I said, the reason, again, uh, I alluded to it, you add Darren Waller there, that you should be a much better offense than last year. Now, last thing, should Dave all be calling plays? I guess, right? <laughs> like, like, did Kafka. Do you know if Kafka called plays last year or no? I think he. Because Kafka was yeah. getting head coaching position. Uh, head coaching uh, I'm uh, not interviews. Sure. I don't remember. I'll be honest with you. Like, he was short listener on a bunch of teams, always Obviously, yeah, quotes yeah. being one of them. But um, I thought Dable was, but I don't know. Like, I'll be honest with you. Because if that's the case, if, if it's switched, then it's bullshit. But if, if it's not, it might, be, it might be, it might be time to change it. I it, think it might be the same. It might be time to change it now.
1: Yeah, I feel like Dable should take control.
0: Because he yelled at Kafka at the end of the half Debo, as well. Yeah,
1: so Dable. Like we saw what Dable did to Josh Allen. Yeah. Right, and that's what I, that's what I was excited for when they hired Dable. I was like, you could potentially do that to Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones is like a rookie Josh Allen in his fifth year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I guess the difference is like. That's what he's playing like. The uh, upside is way different because Daniel yeah. Jones was skyrocketing the draft and he wasn't supposed to go that high. But let's go to the Bills very quickly. Um, obviously coming off a dud from a, uh, from before the, uh,
1: before we start that. Um, uh, prayers up for Damian Harris. Yeah, got ambulanced off the field. Not even
0: it was a neck injury. Yeah, he did. He gave a thumbs, thumbs up. up,
1: and they said he was moving his arms, limbs, arms yeah. and legs. So, but did you
0: notice something? Oh yeah, so prayers up. I'm, I'm I don't mean to like jump off of that. But did you see the ambulance? The Martin Hamlin was like, pictured behind the ambulance in terms of like yeah, painting, yeah. and people are like, obviously depending on how, who likes. Uh, these type of jokes, but um, that like being re- jersey retired essentially on an ambulance is next level wild. But, but that's, yeah, that's dark. Yeah, uh, that's not me. Like, I just saw that. I was like, oh shit, okay. I didn't look for one. I thought someone was like saying something else, but I noticed it was on that. But um, Bills obviously bad performance against the Jags, and then it
1: wasn't terrible. The thing was, obviously, defense wasn't great. Run defense, especially ATN, went off for, like, 160 yeah. yards. Um, and then this game, offense couldn't really get going. It wasn't... What I was going to say, like, Josh, like numbers-wise, when you look at it, it was just, like... They weren't complimentary, right? Like, it was one moment's defense going off, one moment's offense going off. Nothing clicked together, and that's yeah. how you win games, right? Like, you could be shit the whole game. If you have, like, three drives that click together where defense gonna stop, offense scores, you could still win a
0: game. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, offensively, they were... First half was obviously not good. Tyler Bass missed a uh, field goal as well. Uh, Second half, he was not not doing, like, hero plays, but he did complete some... uh, It was one
1: incompletion in the second half.
0: Yeah, so, like, second half was a different story. Um, That being said, the last play before Bass missed the second field goal, should they have run it? Should they have not? uh, That could have been a completion at the end of the day. I get it, but... No, I'm running that play 100%. (laughs) 100 That exact play?
1: Yeah, I mean... It works for a lot of teams, right? And yes, Josh Allen made it, it may have been a little bit low throw, but Dawson Knox had two hands on it at the end of the day, right? And uh, yeah, if Josh threw a little bit higher, it should have been a catch. Dawson Knox, in my opinion, because he's a decent tight end, he should be coming up with that ball anyways. So if the play call
0: was right. It was just, just uh, I guess, a uh, individual error. <laughs> like, and that's what and I was And it doesn't and help yeah. when the field goal. At the end of the day, obviously, hindsight, everything worked out, but. That could have been like the costly... Yeah, yeah it would have been a costly drop, for yeah. sure. Uh, okay, let's get into the biggest story of the NFL. We have no more undefeated teams remaining. Um, the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy have officially lost their first games in the re- uh, regular season. Brock Purdy, career-wise, regular season. And uh, San Francisco in general. And uh, Philadelphia. Um, maybe more of a surprise there. Actually, actually not really. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, they both... Uh, Undefeated, uh, yeah, both are no longer undefeated. So, and then there's one winless team still, which is the Carolina Panthers. Again, we've talked about them last week. You guys could check out last Monday's podcast episode of what we think of what we our prediction is on when they will win the game, I believe. Um, but that being said, let's go San Francisco. I don't think they played terribly. Uh, PJ Walker ended up getting the win instead of the 230 million dollar man and John Watson, but it doesn't help when Moody missed two field goals and the game winning one. Um, Christian McCaffrey got hurt Debo Samuel got hurt and then I'm gonna throw this name I know I've said underrated wide receivers before but Brandon Ayuk is officially on that list for me along with uh She's Tyler Lockett it. and Terry McLaurin he is killing it but yeah he's been killing it he carried that load he got it into field goal range the rookie kicker Moody missed I think it was like 40 George something Kittle, man, what the hell <laughs> <As well>. yeah <laughs> like um, one reception one yard or something like that yeah it was
1: yeah it doesn't help but at the end of the day right Um. They weren't able to pull away like how they've
0: done so many times yeah.
1: this season. And they were, I think, 10 <coughs> up, right? At one point, I believe, they were 10-0 up. At
0: halftime, they were 10-7 up. That's all I know. So, uh.
1: I think they were 10 up. If you scroll down, you can see like the order of scoring as well. Uh,
0: yeah, 10 up.
1: Yeah, so like, usually when they're in that position, they usually pull away. Yes, obviously it doesn't help. McCaffrey's injured, but you still have so many weapons, right? And uh, kicker-wise, yes, for sure. You missed like what two field goals? I think those are the first two misses of the year.
0: That's the um uh, the theme of this week, including college football, starting with that Oregon game, where missed field goals. Because like obviously how we watch football is we have the Colts on as priority, but we have a second screen on whether it be your laptop or whatever to play red, red zone. zone. Yeah, and all I saw red zone was obviously Tyler Bass and Sunday Night Football missed kicks. Uh, the afternoon games I didn't really we didn't really watch because you had a soccer game, but I had it on in case. But the morning games, a bunch of missed field goals. That's all I kept seeing. Missed field goal, missed field goal, missed field goal. And this game happened to be one of them. Uh, they went down the field. They allowed, gave up a field goal. Now, there was also a bullshit penalty. I think right after you left for your, the game. Yeah. Uh, there was a bullshit penalty that was, I think, give. I think there would have been a five-yard penalty of holding, but that got declined because it was like roughing the passer, I think. Or something. On who? um On San Francisco.
1: So, P.J. Walker...
0: No, uh, yeah, it was like a late hit. I don't even something late like that. On, late hit. I don't know if it was PJ on PJ Walker? Walker. I don't know if it was on PJ Walker. So roughing the passer might be the right one, but like uh, whoever he threw the football to, uh, like it was like they called it like a high hit, but it wasn't a high hit. What do you mean roughing the passer? I said, I Okay, I said take forgo- okay, away roughing the passer. I said it might have been not roughing the passer. Unnecessary but roughness. Yeah, that's what I meant. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I thought it was PJ Walker, but then I'm like, wait, it's not PJ Walker. It might have yeah. been a different player. Is what I meant to say. On Cleveland's offense. It was not Cleveland's yeah. offense. Op- so like the. It San was San Francisco a defense got yeah, a penalty well done, and yeah. then they had uh, that obviously moved him up the f- field and then moved another penalty moved him up the field got the field goal and then Brock Purdy got them in field goal range with the help of Brandon Ayuk like I mentioned and missed the field goal. Um, yeah,
1: I mean if you miss field goals, you're not gonna win, right? Like you're that six points off there. But a shout out to Cleveland's defense, right? Been really good for sure. Miles Garrett, absolute killer as well, and uh, just overall they've been killing it on that side of the ball. And uh, they're three and three now, I believe, as well. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. You get Deshaun Watson back. You get. Uh, he played the Colts next week, so should should win that game if, especially if Watson's back healthy. And uh, yeah, but this game was this game would have been like a big one if uh, the Cleveland had their quarterback. But at the end of the day, it still made it a game, and the uh, San Fran weren't able to pull away.
0: Um. Philly. So, when this game finished, this, Philly was the afternoon game, in you know, PST time for us. And um, here we are. We're like, okay, when we do a power ranking, Philly probably should win this game. Uh, and they're probably our new number one, even though I never, I wasn't high on them this year, based on how they've been performing. But they ended up losing. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts threw his first three interception game. Um... Aaron Rodgers, before we get into the game, Aaron Rodgers is already walking and throwing football. What the Pre game, he was throwing a football. Like, obviously not full fledged, but yeah. he was still, like, throwing a football, walking without crutches. So maybe he might be onto something when he's coming back Yo, he for the postseason. But that, like, similar to the Cleveland um, defense, that Jeff's, Jets defense is real. So if it as is. long as you get competent quarterback play, you should be able to steal games. I think this was without sauce. Yes,
1: without yeah. sauce. Without sauce and uh sauce Gardner, sauce gardener yeah <laughs> and uh like i said yo zach wilson these last three weeks give him credit because he found out he's two and one and played a good game against the chiefs as well so maybe yeah like you said aaron Rodgers onto something maybe jets if they keep it like this and aaron Rodgers does come back <laughs> they had definitely could have a chance but a three and three
0: football team with zach wilson
1: i don't think anyone expected that
0: especially how he performed those two games those first two games yeah um full games after the buffalo game right um philly like i said there's a reason why i put them fifth in my power rankings at 5-0 and and i get the argument they find ways to win don't get me wrong but they genuinely did not have a definitive win right um because they played weaker teams too and they were struggling for the most part right let me uh pull up their schedule very quick but no,
1: Zach Wilson outperformed Jalen Hurts.
0: Yeah. No man. no TDs
1: but no interceptions as well. I mean when you got Brees Hall, you gotta be running the ball. And uh yeah, like Zach Wilson's in there just doing what he's supposed to do now. He's not bringing the team down and uh he's playing like a quarterback you could win with right now.
0: So listen, they struggled against the Patriots, they struggled against the Vikings in terms of closing out a game. They did well with Bucks, I get that. Kept it, they lost. They won in overtime against the Commanders. Yeah. They were th- close with the Rams, and they lost this game. Right? Nothing was definitive, really, for me. I guess Tampa Bay. Um. Uh, next, coming up. Dolphins, Commanders, Cowboys, by Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys, Seahawks.
1: That's tough. Okay? <laughs> that is gonna they had an easy part of their
0: schedule, and they were struggling.
1: Dumb and Bengals. Right, Dumb and Bengals are gonna have a tough stretch. Yeah, up like
0: now. Bengals have the hardest schedule I believe left in the league. Yeah, yeah. But uh, talking about the Eagles here, I guess Shane Steichen was that big of a loss offensively. Like they can't it f- is. figure yeah, it, it out. is I guess because like Shane Steichen's pulling out plays for Gardner Minshew ex- except today. But like when he comes into the games and with Anthony Richardson getting plays done, right. Um, I don't know if Steichen's calling plays or whoever their O.C. is now. Or not Steichen, sorry. Um, Sirianni's calling plays or uh, I think their, whoever the their OC. O.C. is. I think it's O.C. Uh, maybe st- same thing. You may have to give a play call. I understand they're 5-1. and one. Their defense is legit. The issue is with, the, with Sirianni, that's why it was struggling before. Yeah. And but it got moved to Steichen. Clearly it's struggling now. So you might have to go back to
1: Sirianni. But yeah, no. Defensively, they're perfectly fine. Yeah. It's just offensively, there's just things that are missing right now. And whether that be with play calling, personnel, but it shouldn't be a personnel issue because he found a way to do it last year. Because
0: like, in my opinion, it was my biggest question mark for this team was how would they respond with losing, especially offensively, their play calling and and defend, well, sorry, both the coordinators but specifically play calling. Yeah. Right? And so far, they like I get it, they've pulled out wins but again, they are pulled out wins against weak teams. The true test is next week when they play Miami and Miami has a defense that's pretty there and, um, and who knows if Jalen Ramsey's back Next week or the week after, he can. Yeah, he's, I think he, he's practicing
1: this week now. Yeah, so he could be back.
0: And Ramsey's has a his, has a history with AJ Brown, Jags, Titans. I believe. I'm not sure if that's uh,
1: I'm not sure if they crossed over.
0: But if that's if they did for maybe for one when year, that, when, when I think Brown. This is came. Brown's
1: second year, and Ramsey's. No, not that. About I think Brown came drafted in 2019, so I don't know when the trade happened. Oh okay, so DNA I might DNA be now. wrong about that, but maybe
0: they cross over for one year, from, from all I know. I mean, but either they way, mean, like you're bringing back another stud with Xavier um, Howard, Javon Holland already back there, and yeah, so like your tough schedule coming up. It's you guys, getting, you guys yeah. were my favorites to win the division, rightfully so. You guys were my favorites to be the best in the conference, arguably with the Niners, rightfully so. But the difference is, the Niners still looked decent today. You guys did not look decent offensively,
1: right? And Niners had injuries, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, so at the end of the day, like your team's gonna get worse when McCaffrey gets injured. The best, the <laughs> obviously, he still found a way to get another touchdown. Yeah, and he's on a 15 game streak, so we'll see what happens there. As obviously
0: well. obviously, we're gonna we're gonna drop our power rankings tomorrow and Wednesday, mine or depending on whatever day we choose to do it. Um, and you guys will find out who we believe because the title of this video is probably gonna be who's the best team in the NFL. And we've talked about the three best there: the Chiefs, um, Niners, and Eagles. You could I guess throw in the Bills. You could throw in Dolphins. the Ravens, the Dolphins, um, Detroit Lions, even. So right now, ahead of the Ravens. <laughs> um, but right now though, like, are you more confident in a bounce back from the Niners or more confident in a bounce back from the Eagles? Niners. Okay. Niners. Niners or Chiefs. Niners. I'm. I'm still giving it
1: to the Niners. Um, at the end of the day, they're in a position to win a game. Health right? matters now. Health doesn't matter for sure, but. They were in a position to win the game, right? At the end of the day, kicker... You expect a kicker to make a kick. Yeah. yeah I'm not saying kicking is easy, right? <laughs> Clearly <laughs> on college asking, game day, Pat, yeah. McAfee, uh, Pat McAfee kicking uh, contest. And uh, I think finally someone made it this past second weekend. Try, yeah. The second try, though. But yeah, kicking's not easy. But at the end of the day, like, your offense still put you in a position to win. And uh, they just didn't execute.
0: The Chiefs have an easier schedule remaining than both of those teams, I believe. Because like the Chiefs... Um. Uh, oh wow! they're so <laughs> their week. F- uh, nine game against the Dolphins is at six thirty in the morning. <laughs>
1: Chiefs Dolphins.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's in uh Germany it's or somewhere. something. Yeah. yeah, which sucks because that that would have been a good test, right? But um, yeah. They out of those. I think those are the still top three teams in my opinion. Well, uh, obviously without doing anything on the top of my head research. But yeah, uh, for I'll me, just check out the power rankings. Yeah, yeah. check out the power rankings, how we rank it. But the Eagles. For sure, um, they need to fix their thing. There's questions. They have like I said, they haven't. Like, we mentioned it. They haven't fixed, figure out their offense. And if they figure that out, whether it be Sirianni calling plays, whether it be Jalen Hurts figuring out why he's messing up, because like how much do you think it's Jalen Hurts mechanics, slash decision making compared to like actual play calling?
1: I mean, it's a mix of both, right? This is not an easy fix right now, and it's definitely a mix of posts. Like uh, at the end of day. If, if you're executing the play, play calling is not going to be an issue, right? Yeah. But then obviously in certain situations where like, you know, why are you calling that play instead of a a running play for some reason? Like it's something like that as well. So it's a mix of both. It's definitely a mix of both for how bad it's been for the first five weeks and just uh, six weeks and they're still five and one. So I they'll, they'll find a way and at the end of the day, you know, just make the playoffs and see what happens. But... Your schedule is getting tougher, so you're gonna have to play better. As simple as that. But yeah, I mean, so that any other game you want to talk about? Obviously, before we get to Indy, Indy, uh, uh
0: De- Detroit. Yeah, twenty They're to six on Tampa. Should be so. undefeated. That was one of my upset alerts, uh, candidacies Yeah,
1: but Detroit should be undefeated, right? They blew it against Seattle. Yeah, they've been playing good football since. Um, Aman Rao had a monster game again. I think a uh, ten plus receptions or something. Hundred plus yards and a touchdown, and I think this is without
0: Jameer Gibbs, I believe. Uh, well, they didn't use him much. They don't yeah. use him
1: much, but like they had a couple injuries. I forgot who it was. Yeah. But yeah, Jared Goff is still looking good, still looking nice, and the Lions are looking nice as well. And uh, they are,
0: believe it or not, they're tied for the number one seed. Yeah. Um, the who? Let me see who has the edge right now, just based on how and Lions
1: have the easiest schedule remaining. Strength of schedule, by the way. As yeah.
0: well. So wildcard wise the ranking is they're third. So it's Eagles, Niners now. Yeah. Um Lions Bucks. Which by the way, I'm not gonna get to the Saints today, but man oh My God, Saints um, disappointing. <laughs> yeah, uh Indy, let's just let's just close off with yeah, there. the rest off. of the rest of the NFL talk. We'll wait till happens or oh, we're gonna talk about Monday Night Football after this. But after that we'll be talking about it on Thursday because you know there's a big Monday night football game, so yeah, we can't yeah. go too much. But
1: uh, Indy and um, Jacksonville. So you want first, first thing, let me go
0: first with one thing I want to say. I think we might have we, we might two things I want to say. One curses might be real, even though I'm exaggerating here, but curses might be real because this <laughs> is now our won. ninth straight loss. Um, again at never, Jacksonville never Stadium. Never won in Jacksonville. Last one in
1: 2014. I think. 2014. Yeah,
0: and then. One of them happened to be a, in Jacksonville to be exact, because one of them was a London or something game. Um, second thing is, those people that were saying Colts fans wise or whatever, that Gardner Mitchell should have been the starter, proved today why that's that argument is wrong, that it should be Anthony Richardson. Anthony
1: Richardson was, Anthony Richardson was missed.
0: <coughs> yeah. Um, right? and that's the that's number one takeaway from this. I saw the perfect analogy, and this is the analogy. Gardner Minshew is the best relief pitcher in baseball type. Yeah. And he's not like, I guess, remember when the Blue Jays had, um, who's the pitcher that went, Ross Tripling. Even yeah, though he yeah. had a good uh, session as a starter last year, that's different. But you would consider him as a top end reliever and then a bottom half pitcher. That's what Gardner Minshew is. If you want to put him in a, sh- in a starting role where have a team has to prep for him, he's considered as like a not... 25. A league below starter. 25 at max. Yeah. Out of the 32. And then, uh, if you're going to consider him as like a relief pitcher, then he's one of the best. Yeah, coming into the game. He's 3 0 because yeah. of the, uh, As a relief duty. 2-3-0. Or 2 0, sorry. In and Baltimore, he started, but. He struggled he that. Then he did too. struggle.
1: Uh, simple as this, right? Um, yes, I would like to see more running, but at, we were getting stuffed. Like Jacksonville was really stacking the box. And, uh, which is smart, right? They're trying to make Gardner Minshew pass the ball, move the ball. Yeah, and ball he struggled. Like, and I he struggled. Know, some of the passers were like, "What the hell?" At the end of the day, right? We were in this game if those interceptions didn't happen. Even I'm not even take it with the first half turnovers, uh, strip sack, and uh, the interception. The comeback was there. The comeback was there. Is that that pick and the end zone? His I think that was his third one. Yeah, yeah. And fourth, fourth and goal. Obviously, blitz. He was backing off. Obviously, when you're backing off, throw power is a little bit less and an uh, easy pick for the Jacksonville defender. They didn't really give Pittman a chance. It was one-on-one. Pittman whereas, yeah, whereas I up. think he had enough time to stand in there yeah. and really dish the ball out, move it to the sideline more, where Pittman could have gotten a touchdown there. If that was a touchdown, the next drive was even better because they got a touchdown in, like, what, two minutes. It would have it been a one-score game. I think it was a seven-point game. Was, it th- was the Pittman
0: the target interception, was it after a pick? That was a pick. No, no, no. After our pick. Juju's first pick. Yeah. That was after that. That was a yeah. off the interception. Yeah. like I remember I was just saying like, oh, perfect time for a pick. So basically, it was
1: Downs, touchdown, Juju Brent's pick, Minshew pick on fourth and goal, then Colts force three and out, and then Colts drive two minutes. Legit. Like, Colin Grant said that, like, Two catches. One was like forty six, one was another twenty. And uh a Zach Moss touchdown. And, uh, but at the end of the day, like you you left it too late, right? Listen. First half was ugly. Defensively, we're we getting cooked as well in the first two drives. First drive is Jacksonville. And uh yeah, the, ultimately the Colts today looked like what everyone expected them to look like.
0: Yeah. In the end. Uh very quickly, I thought should have maybe taken more deep shots or something. Because Gardner had plays Kylan Cranston, and I think it was Josh Downs, maybe? I don't know Pittman. who it was. It was Pittman. Pittman as well. Um, maybe it's more screen passes because JT had a good run there. But again, like uh, great credit to Jacksonville's defensive planning. Maybe Steichen could have been better in play calling for sure. Could have been better for but sure.
1: It wasn't his best game at all. I
0: hate the fact that everything was a check down. That's something that frustrated yeah, me the most. That was the worst. And now Alec Pierce might be out with a shoulder injury. So, uh, very quickly on uh, Anthony Richardson, potentially heavily considering season ending shoulder surgery on that AC sprain grade three AC sprain and so his throwing shoulder right in his throwing shoulder which could end his, which will end his season not cut which will end his season which you know what might be the right player just this was supposed to be a throwaway year anyways and we're already playing above expectations at the beginning unlike other teams Carolina uh, honestly
1: just get to five wins get more than wins last year now.
0: yeah I mean I don't care if you could somehow get Marvin Harris a junior I'll take that yeah but but I, don't, I
1: don't think I don't I think we're already beyond that situation
0: we're at three. Uh, Chicago's at two. No, Chicago's at one. Chicago's at one and two. Carolina's at yeah. So you're
1: Chicago's one and two because Chicago has Carolina's pick. Yeah. And then you have Arizona as well.
0: But yeah, um, that's how it is. We're still in in it though. we are still in it.
1: Yeah. I'm not saying like the season's over, but I'm just saying Anthony Richardson was missed
0: because the running attack. Yeah. And this hopefully now that the thing is can J T. and Zach Moss, whoever's the main runner now, which is like, probably going to be J T. I mean, like I
1: can still as much as. Minchu was bad. He made some good throws, especially near the end. The issue was the turnovers. Yeah. Right, if those turnovers didn't happen, we had this game. As simple as that.
0: Next game, cl- like we said, it was Cleveland, like you alluded to it. Miles Garrett's coming in town and you know potentially we have a kind of hampered O line right now at the moment, depending. Um but the main thing is can uh JT, hopefully J T, but also Zach Moss, whoever's running, gets going. I would uh, love I would I'll
1: like l- to I would like to see more rushing. I don't want to see Minshew throwing fifty five times. Yeah. That that was was a little bit too much. But yeah, so that's the Indy Jacksonville. Jacksonville, um, kind of dumb. Last three games, they look like themselves again. And uh, they're showing why they were the best team in the AFC South for the last three games here.
0: (coughs) Yeah, they might be in consideration for um, rankings too now. Uh, Because they beat Buffalo at the end of the day. I get it. It's in London, but still. Um, All right, Monday Night Football. Pretty big one, for once. Now, every time we've ha- been excited for a Monday Night Football game... It's because the Giants and the Raiders
1: and the Packers are all, like, prime-time Bears. <laughs> but they were,
0: like, still close games. because Some of them were close because they were, like, just shit. So they were close. But, like, there were games that we were excited for, and uh, they just became duds, right?
1: That's true, too, yeah.
0: Um. In this case, it's the Chargers coming off a bye week against Dallas, coming off a brutal loss to the Niners. So... We'll just give her a prediction, give give her thoughts quickly. Um, I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the Chargers. Um, One, I just want to see Dallas lose. Two, (laughs) um, now I get it. Dallas might be looking for vengeance uh, defensively as well. But, you know, if Trayvon Diggs has really missed that much, I could see Justin Herbert picking that apart. The main question is, can Chargers O-line hold up the D-line? Especially, can they learn from the Niners and maybe figure out a plan for Micah Parsons? And I, I trust Justin Herbert to throw the ball well enough. The, my only question mark is, are the Chargers going to charge it up, a.k.a. Staley?
1: Yeah. Um, so
0: Chargers, for me, let's say, within a score. Yeah. Mike
1: Williams is not there. That'll be, obviously, torn ACL.
0: But that's why you also drafted um, uh, Quentin, Quentin Johnson. Johnson.
1: But I'm just saying, Mike Williams could have made, in this game, would be a big for impact. Sure. Because there's no Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. And that way, now Gilmore is probably on Keenan Allen. Yeah. And uh, obviously, that balance is out there. For me, is a... Uh, I think it's whose defense is going to make that final play, and obviously... That's Dallas for sure. That's Dallas, and that's the main reason why I'm going with Dallas. Um, Obviously, I don't think Dak is throwing three picks again this game. Uh, I think Tony Pollard will be... a. He's coming off two poor games. I think he'll be a big impact this game. I do believe that Tony Pollard will be more involved in this... uh, Who's home? I don't know, but that that doesn't matter that Tony Pollard is going to have a monster game, and... uh, uh yeah so there's
0: a di- big difference right now though who's a OC for the Chargers oh yeah, yeah there's a so he might be game planning out of his mind because <laughs> yeah. he got fired because and McCarthy took duties and McCarthy showed last week that his play calling ain't the greatest yeah
1: but like I said my issue isn't their offense <laughs> my issue is that Dallas's defense like uh, I do believe Char- Chargers' offense is better than Dallas's offense obviously play calling wise and everything if you're putting everything in effect. But the thing is that Dallas' defense is good enough to stop that offense. Whereas Chargers' defense, as much as Dallas' offense is mid, Chargers' defense is worse. So the plays that the Dallas defense is going to make are just going to be all depends. critical in this game. The question
0: is, can Cleo Mack, Joey Bosa, these guys get to the... Can uh, Joey,
1: Can Joey Bosa be on the field, first yeah. of all, because he was out last game?
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah, because now he's talking about a bye week. But uh, Derwin James, Asante Samuel, right... Um. Listen, I won't be surprised if they lose. I'm just gonna go with it because I'm hope I'm rooting for Justin Herbert. Right, like he's yeah, my favorite quarterback. Yeah, I'm going with a
1: Dallas like a three point win. Both. No, teams no I'm going th- with a touchdown win. My ending prediction is like Chargers are gonna go try to like you know, tie it up at the end, the two minute drill, but that's where the like I predicted Dallas defense to make a big play.
0: Yeah. No fair. Um. Listen, both teams are capable. I should know. Four point win. Both teams are capable of, you know... So, Chargers are, are winning by... Th- late yeah, as yeah. well. So, but my yeah. thing
1: is, Chargers are winning by three. Dallas goes. Chargers defense F is Fs it up. Ch- Dallas gets a touchdown. And then Dallas defense is going to make that play. And uh, it's going to be a four-point win.
0: Yeah, I mean, watch out for Michael Parsons. That's it. Just learn of what they did. Just put a fullback ahead of him and he'll be fine. Now, I don't know how if they have a big enough guy to do that. But, yeah. So, that's uh, our football so far. Again, Thursday's episode is where we do the, all our superlatives. Um, best... Our, uh, um disappointing standout and the preview in the next week. But in terms of this week, make sure you guys check out Thursday after this game because who knows if Dallas and um, or uh, the Chargers have a standout performance slash if they make our top five power ranking. So Tuesday, Wednesday, check that out. One of us on each day. And yeah, let's get right into baseball MLB. Um, we'll start
1: off with the ALCS Because game one happened on Sunday Yeah Where
0: We already made a prediction for ALCS by the way NLCS prediction we'll do it right after Yeah yeah Because that game ended literally the day after our recording on Yeah it did So ALCS Refresher We both picked
1: the uh, Rangers I yes. think I picked Rangers in 7 You picked Rangers in 6 Yes And uh like I said, Rangers was our original prediction, then we changed it. Because the then Rangers were like weird. They were they're just being weird. Started. <laughs> they were being weird <laughs> and then they picked it up again in the playoffs. Undefeated. Like the, their
0: playoff performance is literally what they were at the beginning of the year. Yeah.
1: And they are undefeated in the playoffs because they took game one. Yeah. And uh, what the a reason play! reason being oh yeah, what a play by Evan Carter, first of all. Yeah. Uh reason being is uh Jordan Montgomery killed it. Seven innings score scoreless shutout seven shutout innings. Overall score was 2-0 from... 2-0 win for the Rangers. Verlander had a decent game himself. And uh, they do have a bullpen piece in a Chapman and Leclerc. How much... Okay, wait, wait. The issue is with Chapman. Exactly. As the I'm commentator saying. said it himself, is that when Chapman's fine, he's fine. But Chapman's always all over the place. Is all over the place. And he's been... When you look at the numbers, I think it was one inning today. <coughs> so three and three... Three and a third inning so far in the postseason, zero runs. But the issue was, he was on the edge on every single one. Yeah. Where he has allowed four walks. Today, Bregman had a big hit, big catch from Evan Carter. And double played because Altuve made a base running error as well. Yeah,
0: but what was that? Okay, so you were paying attention to yeah, the baseball so game. I was paying attention so more so to So Bregman hit it, game. right?
1: Bregman hit it. Altuve is rounding the base, already. Yeah. Thinking that, like, oh, it might be a home run or... Hit the wall. He stopped a second. So he passed second, actually. Yeah. But on the way back, you have to hit second. Yeah. So the thing is, he passed second by like half a step. That was the issue. Because that's where he crossed up his feet, missed the second base on the way back. Whereas if he took like two, three steps to third, obviously naturally you're going to be hitting second base and going back. But the issue is he only went like half a step past it. So he went over the bag on the way back. And then Simeon recognized it. I think Josh Jung recognized it. Yeah, because
0: Simeon's face was like, oh, I was like, wait, what the hell's going on? Where was yeah. the double play? I thought there was two people on base when that yeah, happened. Yeah, no.
1: So then uh, they just tagged second. And uh, that base running error basically cost it. And uh, Leclerc, I think that's how his name is. Yeah. is a stud piece, right? Leclerc, I think. Leclerc? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's a stud piece. They did a good decision. Because before, I think, in the regular season, he was in the eighth, and Chapman was in the ninth. So now they switched him Yeah. So that's a good decision. Good decision there, and yeah, if Chapman's on, like you have good two bullpen pieces right there. But the issue is he's iffy.
0: Yeah, he sucked in save situations. In this case, it wasn't a save situation, but it's kind of a save situation at the end of the day because you can't allow a run at yeah. The end of Yeah. Um. Also, a big factor why um I was I also picked Texas um Bruce Bochy he he was a three time champ with the Giants if I'm not mistaken. As well, right? And uh, he's been there, done that. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Th- he he should know how to manage these. Corey ball Seager situations. as well, been there, done that. Yeah.
1: And. Uh,
0: and then you have Vets and Marcus Samuelson, who's been in the playoffs, I think, with Oakland before. Yeah. But um, big news though, Max Scherzer. Game two start? No, no, I'm back. saying he's back. Oh
1: yeah, he's back. Uh, Him and John Gray. Yeah. And uh, who's yeah.
0: Started? Is it tomorrow?
1: Yes, tomorrow. I think it's probably a Voldy, I'm assuming uh, they should probably announce the pictures. Wait,
0: so it, NLCs? Why are they doing the same day?
1: They always do it like that. Oh, that's bullshit. The
0: because games are 137.
1: Yeah, they, they always do it like that. <laughs> it's, it's I no thought one, it was every other day. like flip. No, no. MLBs they do it back
0: to back. Oh, that's bullshit. <laughs> I, I didn't realize that. Ch- for the CSs, like the championship No, series? they do it every day. No, no, no. I'm saying it yeah. should be every other so day. They,
1: yeah, I'm, uh, so it's 2-3-2, two, two, right? So if it goes a 7, it's be 2, a day break because of the travel. Then 3, then a travel break, and then... The two again. Oh, yeah. I just think seven. it's bogus.
0: <laughs> Give the players yeah, one time to rest and then, yeah.
1: 137. But, yeah, game two starters, Evaldi and Valdez. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, Scherzer could be there in game three or game four. And, uh, yeah, so we, yeah, so transition to the next one, I guess.
0: Yeah, so NLCS officially starts ga- Um, Zach Gallen versus Zach Wheeler. So, game one. To, as Joven just said it, the Phillies. Uh, ended up closing it out, so Jovan's prediction ended up being right, three one, and uh, yeah, uh, Atlanta very quickly had like a Blue Jays-esque postseason, um, not enough offense, cause, uh, yeah, which is weird. Which I have a question for you before we close off after we do our predictions. I think you know where I'm gonna go to with this, is um, but with the NLCS, yeah, uh, Phillies killed it <laughs> again. Uh, they were this time they were down early. Um, I think they were leading the other games, right? Were they? it was not even like that long. But there's so one nothing, but it was one on. zero bottom after inning,
1: Phillies tied it up right away. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> th when Either they, way the they chance, were da- they were technically down. But they didn't have the chance to tie it yet. yeah So they the technically after three innings they were still tied. Yeah. Um the yeah. home run ball. Um big factor this year compared to last year. Nick Ooh. Castellanos is playing out of what? his mind. He's last the first year he guy, struggled.
0: First guy to have like two home runs in back-to-back games. Like
1: he had multi- multiple home run yeah multi two back-to-back multi-home run games yeah, I think. Yeah so um yeah l- home run ball is killing it Trey Turner um, is playing like Trey Turner again. That's why they picked him up. Uh Nick Castellanos like I said he wasn't probably a ghost last playoff run this playoff run he's killing it.
0: And we're talking about a miracle with uh, Aaron Rodgers Bryce Harper came back pretty quick from a Tommy John uh, I get it he's not really throwing the ball much he's playing first base more but still there when he swing a bat. So um yeah, so let's get right into the predictions. How how we expect. Like I said before, I thought the winner of the phillies Brave series was going to um beat the Diamondbacks. Um I'm still feeling that way. I think your original prediction it was right. Yeah, it was the Phillies um, for the NL. You no, know, even before the season, you said Phillies will come back to it and yeah, yeah I think the Phillies will I'll give them I'll give Diamondbacks one game. I think it could be 4-1. Listen, it's baseball. That's w- that's the right? anything could happen. The that's that why that's why I love baseball to the fact that uh anything could happen. The fact that Diamondbacks are here is surprising yeah, enough. Yeah, so yeah, I'm going 4-1 Phillies. Um I get it. I get you you've been right. You've been consistent with the pitching, but Phillies have the pitching. Uh they have the experienced guys. They've been there, done that. Uh in terms of getting to the World Series. And well, uh, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. No, no, no. I'm just saying in general, yeah. and I'm just giving you your credit here. Oh, yeah, But um, I'll yeah. Take my credit. Uh, whereas the Arizona side of things, they're still young. They're still young. Um, they
1: they have they have the pieces, right? They have the young. Still they still have, have the
0: pitching, and they have
1: the hitting. But the, the the issue here is like they both have two stud pitchers, starting pitchers. Yeah. Right, but the thing with the Phillies, three and four, are better than Arizona's three and four starters, starting pitchers. And obviously, Philly has a better bullpen.
0: And Arizona didn't really play pitch. Sorry, hit against top-tier pitching, right? Like It was Dodgers
1: pitching, right? Yeah, so they didn't and have Kershaw, it. I'll go give you credit and for that. And who did they
0: play in the, the, the other one?
1: Brewers. So, Corbin Burns, yeah, I'll give you credit for that. And uh, the other one was uh, Freddie Peralta game, two yeah. because Brandon Mudruff was injured, which was a
0: big loss for the Brewers. Yeah. Um. So, what are you going with? Phillies, yeah. No, but uh, how much? Uh... I think Do you want to go sweep. <laughs> just ended. <it. laughs> I think a sweep. Bold? I think a sweep. Yeah. I um, mean, they're
1: looking dominant right now.
0: Home field is also Phillies, and that crowd is insane. And uh, yeah, um, I just think they'll go back. You know, you could, you were kind of right. You could still be right with your original prediction and at the beginning of the postseason that it could be a rematch of last year. But you're still sticking with Texas. I know you said that already. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm but sticking with Texas. So that being said. The debate came up with: Is the world sorry? Is the playoffs format fair to the teams that are having a buy? Yeah. Now I get it. Houston's here, and I get that, but three out of the four teams have been wild card teams, or they had to play a game. Um,
1: yeah, they had, they had so th- Texas
0: in a way is they happy? They're like, you know what? Good thing we lost <laughs> the division, but
1: three yeah, three out of four teams played in the wild card. So the issue is the teams that win the division, or the right so the top two teams in each league get a one week break yeah and in baseball you play every day it's a rhythm sport right yeah so you gotta you know you gotta like you know be in rhythm you know you, you gotta play every day pitchers especially pitchers and hitting wise too yeah. right the timing timing is real in yeah in baseball yeah. timing is real especially when you when you're hitting as well so there's definitely you know a disadvantage there for being uh, one of those bye teams
0: yeah. Um, so, do you think it is actually fair, or do you think that's just a whole lot of bullshit? <laughs> For teams, I mean, to I still real. don't like. Is that the reason why the Dodgers really? I still lost? don't think the Dodgers should be getting butt
1: whooped. I still don't think the Orioles should be getting their ass kicked. The Orioles, right?
0: I had a feeling because they were young, but again, yeah, they got their but ass I still ass don't
1: kicked. think they should be losing seven zero or or down eleven nothing or something like that. Right at any point of the game.
0: And who are the other two? Atlanta got their ass kicked. Alana, Alana was close they except ha- for one have, game. They have to have a tough matchup. But except they have for to one get game, like
1: first game was close. Yeah. Second game they won with a comeback. Third game they got their ass kicked. Fourth game was close. Right. Alana's issue was they couldn't get run sport. Right. St- Spencer Strider. So for you was like yeah, husband.
0: suck it up. This is what it is. Right. Like yeah, maybe you could. There's like, no excuses. But so
1: what was it again? So they had Sunday season ending. Monday yeah. was a break. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday where the wild card series. So
0: my question here is, do, should they go back to the original, not the original seating? like I don't care about, the, like I'm fine with the seven teams, but instead of two out of three, it's six should, teams. Yeah, sorry, six teams. Because uh, NFL was raised to seven. Yeah. On um, the six teams, but when they had five teams, it was the one game, right? People, Blue Jays fans will remember the Encarnacion on, on, the, uh, yeah, on Orioles the Orioles. In 2016. So should they go back to this do or die one game and that way bring in the other games closer? So instead of having a week off, it will be like, an extra like two days, probably
1: three days off. Yeah. yeah,
0: and then um, make that the wild card a one gamer, and then uh, go three out of five for whatever the rest is. So you played Sunday. Yeah.
1: So you have mon- five days off, Monday to Friday. Because yes. The, the season, the series start Saturday.
0: Yes. Yeah, I don't know, cause I, the two out of three is fair. I get it, cause you want to give the, a team a chance, but. Sh- I don't mind the one gamer, which is like, it makes it more intense that everything goes nuts, right? Now, obviously, I'm not saying this as a Jays fan, I'm just thinking in general, like, that's where true managing comes in. Like, for example, the Jays, we started Gosman. do you bring Bassett out right away? Now, I'm not even looking at the analytics side of things. Yeah. yeah. I'm not looking at that. But like, no, sorry, that could be a factor too. That's fair. Like, you could could see that, like, you could see what uh, Schneider slash the Blue Jays did. Can other teams, are other teams going to do that? And just like, Pull a guy who's hot out because of the analytics, because it's a one game thing and you've tried yeah. to make it through.
1: But like if it was Gosman, it's fair to take him out. Like I was surprised that they did it with Berrios. Yeah, no, no. I'm just saying
0: in general though, like um like other teams as well. Like what if the Phillies were like losing um their wild card, one gamer, and it's like, okay, Wheeler's out, Nola has to come in, whoever was starting, flip flop, whatever. Yeah. Um like that, that the managing one, on the one That one game, I don't see as much. No, no, no. I'm not saying like that, yeah, like take that situation away. I'm just throwing hypothetical. Like, I'm saying... I'm not bringing the analytics into this. I'm saying, like, how much of that will be in. Yeah, it'll be Because a all the drama on a one wild card would be insane. Yeah. Whereas, the, with a the two... I'm, I'm talking about, like, a ratings perspective. Because if you look at a two out of three, um, unless you're Tampa Bay, who have no fans. But uh, if you look at a two out of three, it's like, eh, we have a chance, right? We have a chance, You yeah. have that mentality. Whereas, like, here, if you have the one game, it's like, do or die, everything goes now.
1: Yeah, that, that's fair. So, if you did that do or die game would you want all of them in one day because there'll be four games
0: just do it like what uh, so te- Sunday right so Tuesday Wednesday so Tuesday Wednesday to the Tuesday teams will start playing Thursday
1: so you're gonna start them right away on Thursday then yeah that makes sense Tuesday teams I mean, start mean that's Thursday. how it is really, really yeah Tuesday of... teams start Thursday Wednesday teams start Friday then I mean they play like every day anyways yeah
0: so yeah that could
1: definitely obviously be better plus
0: the, I think that's a win-win situation the teams will have a shorter rest uh, if that's a really a concern like I don't know how big the th- Think is how uh, yeah we need to listen to interviews of the losing teams in this case the um Braves Dodgers etc and um, ratings wise is gonna be big too yeah at the end of the day one game
1: eliminations are always fun to watch yeah right um March Madness NFL playoffs right they're fun to watch because yeah. there's one game elimination the
0: original wild card um match
1: the original wild card matchups so but yeah I mean that's a I good, can see I can see your point there like I, can, debate, see work, right? yeah. I like, can see that work okay I can see that work hundred percent like I can see that be a fix.
0: Yeah, is what I'm, that's what I'm the f- to say. that's a fix, and it's a good tr- in terms of ratings and in terms of that. And even if you do them all four in one day,
1: whatever, obviously it'll be better if you split it up. But even if you do all four in one day, it will still be better. It yeah. will still be fine.
0: And the players will be um, more engaged. They could be like, "Oh yeah, we lost this game three nothing. We're losing. We'll come back tomorrow." Okay, like, yeah no, no. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, the players will be more engaged. Like if, the the players if there are players that are like, "Okay, let's just." The players are engaged. No, Joe. The, the players really, are engaged. Players have said in the past, like, okay, it feels like we're going to lose this game. They've said it in the past. I'm not making this up.
1: Players are engaged from the beginning of the ma- game.
0: From the beginning of the game. Oh, I'm, I'm, they're I'm not locked about, in. I'm talking about the seventh inning. Let's they say they're down like 3-0 and they can't get anything going. Well, if you're the Jays, then yes. No, I'm not talking about the Jays. I'm talking <laughs> about it in general. Players in general in any sport have said that they have, they're human. They've said that, okay, we, I don't think anything's happening this game. That's just... Try to do the best we can if we can. Recollect. The way you worded it is like yeah. they weren't locked in. Oh, that's no. I'm, that's not how you said
1: it. I'm not talking about weak. You're like bro. the players aren't engaged. So I assume that you. I'm talking about. I it, assume. I'm, I'm talking about as the game yeah, goes on. I'm yeah. not talking about the first pitch. Yeah. So the way you said it, I assume that you're like, okay, they weren't locked in. So like, they're, they're just. That's what I'm saying.
0: think that players will be f- locked in from innings one to nine. Yeah. Completely. Like, okay, we have to. Like, pressure is going to be on. But yeah, that. I mean, Wh- whatever, if that's a fix, let's see. If that's really an excuse, that's what people know. I still don't think it's an excuse. I still think it's decent, but I feel like from a ratings yeah, perspective, a, a one-gamer is not perfect. a reason why you lose seven-zero. Yeah, it's, that's as simple as that. Yeah, because, um, because Astro's, Astros figured it out. Yeah, um, that being said, um, uh, that's a good fix, but I, I don't mind the current system. But if they want to boost ratings as well, that's a good fix as well. Yeah, so let's move on to quick fire <coughs> here, very Trying quickly. On. WNBA. Yeah, so John Cole Jones uh looking like if they do make a comeback, she's the one favorite to win MVP, Finals MVP for the the Liberty. New York Liberty. Yeah. So it's 2-1. Um obviously uh for the Aces, it's going still in um in New York. In the game 4. Was the game Sunday or Saturday? I think this one's on Wednesday.
1: No, no, like the last game was it Sunday Today? or Saturday. Uh, Sunday. Oh, Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh yeah, I mean, John Cal Jones was the main mismatch there. Yeah. Was what I, from what I've heard. Asia didn't go off today. It was a quality plum game. Yeah. And uh, it's a home game, right? So Liberty have to win.
0: Two more to win. Two more one. to win,
1: but like three and four were li- in New York as well. So, yeah, I mean, I was, I'm still going to stick with Liberty. I'm not going to change. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, I ate my words because I, I was fully confident and fully confident. With a front court of John Cole Jones, probably the best center. And then Brianna Stewart, the best power forward.
0: Debate with Aja Wilson. But I also give it to Brianna Stewart. And uh yeah. Massive debate with Aja Wilson. <laughs> but yeah. Um Yeah, that's the WNBA. Uh do you want to go into the mi- boxing? Specifically the Misfits boxing event. Well, or quick talk, right? Let's not make this like two minutes. First of all, uh Yeah, Dil- we're not gonna go through each yeah, card.
1: Dylan Dennis do not ever step in the ring again, please. He's still tweeting like, oh, yeah, I wasn't knocked out.
0: He's a little, you know, yeah, you know um, what? I know. Still trolling. Conor McGregor's know. like, I, I'm i excited for the future for you. That was great. <laughs> Stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, please don't step in the ring
1: again. And uh, yeah, um, other fights were good, like the undercards. Undercard when, was it fine. To, when it came to the main event, it was a dud as yeah. well. Um, Logan Paul won, said he's going to focus on WWE, called out Rey Mysterio. But that's where not that's uh, it. that's it. But the main event was KSI Tommy Fury. It was
0: officially a professional belt, quote yeah. Unquote a professional belt, uh, actually, no, officially a professional belt. But like his other fights, KSI fights, were technically professional, but not it was labeled as an exhibition, but the fights were treated as professional still, yeah. Yeah, um, it was a draw, um, for me. There was like they're both equally bad. They were the KSI had the better shots. Because of the point deduction, I thought he got robbed of a win that way. I guess the judges favored uh, two things: a an actual boxer, b the Fury name. The, yeah, b okay, fine. B the Fury name, and c uh, the last four rounds were just given to Fury. Uh, the difference between the K sorry, the Fury Jake Paul and Fury KSI. Jake Paul wanted to box Fury, and he did, and that's why he didn't do too well. Yeah, he clipped him in the eighth round, and that's when Fury fell. Uh, with a slip contact I yeah. guess whereas this one KSI's game plan was like I'm not letting his strength and I'm gonna just brawl just which is chaos, fine yeah. and people wanna say he doesn't know how to box that's fine that's like, a different story the thing is Jake Paul
1: is good technically right yeah and obviously Fury is good technically because he's a boxer yeah so then that that environment obviously is gonna benefit Fury as yes. a professional whereas, chaos making it a, a chaos. whereas KSI
0: making it a chaotic environment Fury's like what the hell is going on and he's in like the press conference conferences stuff. I've never seen Fury that fired up, right? I don't think I saw him this fired up in the Jake Paul press conferences. Yeah, yeah. Um, those of people making fun of KSI, how he reacted. It's like you want to see him care, and he was genuinely robbed. Like professional boxers and fighters. Is Israel Adesanya himself said that KSI won, Yeah. right? Jake Paul tweeted like, "Oh my God, he won through another point deduction," and then realized, "Wait, never mind, he lost." And he's making fun of him. It makes sense. Like he's gonna get memed on. I don't care about that. Well, that's a different story. But, if, but I w- if I were to pick a winner, I thought KSI won. Yeah, same. Um, like if there's no, I draws. thought if I, had, if I had to pick one or the other, yeah. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that because Fury's the actual boxer. The fact that KSI did this with actual boxers, the win on its own. Whether he had lost on points, yeah, uh, which he did. Uh, eventually became a unanimous. I still think this was a moral victory for KSI. But yeah, I, I don't want to see a rematch because I feel like it's gonna be the same shit. Done, man. That's, that's a- done. Ended off with the Jake fight and let Jake do his things in boxing because he wants to be a champion. Whereas uh, I don't think KSI was going that far. But yeah, those are our quick thoughts. Um, there were many this per, um, commission had because I watched the whole fight, like the whole card. Yeah. Because I was actually interested in this card. Um, there were a few questionable decisions <laughs> from the refs, uh, especially in the undercard. Uh, the undercard fights, like the. Yeah. Pre- uh, not the main card the undercard but, but yeah so
1: yeah. moving on we'll go NHL we'll end off with soccer you, okay, you want to yeah, end yeah. up yeah we'll end off with soccer All right, we're
0: going to end up on a fiery note most likely just uh and FYI. by that
1: it's probably Man Night talk <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah. NHL quickly NHL season's underway Thri- some teams played two some teams played three some teams no. like the Islanders only played one game so far yeah. and uh, yeah so just uh, just going to be our early overreactions before we, we get into that devontae has got his contract.
0: Yeah, so we alluded to it before that you know, Devontae's, who's um a local guy, I think from Abbotsford, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was in a had a I think he played for the Surrey Eagles, if I'm not, t- uh, fl- actually, yeah, I think he played for the Surrey Eagles, which we me and you could try to tune into some games because it's in White Rock. The Surrey Eagles, yeah. Um, I'll I'll fact check that as well. But with Devonte, he had a storyline of where he was like a. Like a second round. He was 108th overall pick, so not second yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. Um, by the Islanders. Islanders then decided to... Trade him. He made he made the NHL at age 24. He's 29 right now. Yeah. So he made the NHL at age 24. I, th- I guess he started to do well, but the Islanders couldn't afford to keep him. Similar to Sam Lafferty's situation with the Canucks and the Leafs. Yeah, yeah. Um, They traded him. Probably one of the worst trades because the trades were literally just like... I don't know what picks they were. All double For check nothing. That. It was for nothing. Um...
1: It was for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Uh, it was for nothing,
0: yeah. Yeah, so by the way, he did play for the Surrey Eagles. Yeah. Um, i was, was going to see the exact... But yeah, so he got traded. Uh, Ended up with Colorado. Smart trade by Colorado. And he was good enough to be partnered with the best defenseman in the league, with Kale McCart, making him the best duo in the league by default. And it, and his name doesn't get mentioned enough because he plays with Kale McCart. Because of that, he, uh, Colorado has a lot of question marks still, right? They yeah. still need to pay a bunch of other people. Um Bo and Barum, another local guy to be exact but 7 years 7.25 million well earned contract at yeah, it's 29 fair. it's fair at
1: 29 fair I think the number is fair obviously you could think was a steal with the cap going yeah, up it's a steal as uh, well obviously the term is like he's trying to bank out now right he's 29 like you said and yeah I think the number is fair for a player like him and uh, yeah d- 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 Colorado need to make this Colorado needed
0: this. He got traded over two second round picks, 2021 yeah. and
1: 2022. So Colorado, Colorado needed to do this and uh
0: <laughs> Yeah, to keep the b- pairing going. Yeah, because that pairing and is, they needed it for
1: sure. The pairing is nice. As simple as that. That's what I'm gonna say. The pairing is actually amazing.
0: Yeah, like I would have loved he's a left shot though, but I would have loved him in Vancouver to pair with a guy like Philip Peronic. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, so that's a Devontaes. Congrats to and him, fifty million. Yeah. Uh, total money. So but again, hefty contract at twenty nine. So let's see how how it goes. Uh, let's just go, you know, NFL style, you know, it's only been like, it's only been three games out of 82, unlike the NFL, where it's like one out of 16 usually, or 17, but um, yeah, early overreactions, uh, underreactions or anything like that, like that we thought underrated teams.
1: Uh, overreaction right now, Matthews is on pace for 246 goals. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, because he's hat-trick per game.
0: Quick thing, I think Ummer. um... Said that like he's gonna win MVP. Uh, and yeah, then he's messaging us with, yeah, see yeah, you see my boy is Matthews. The one thing I need to say to Umer, as a Vancouver Canucks fan, you're supporting a Toronto guy too much, <laughs> right? Yeah, now. that's too much. <laughs>
1: but no, my boy Besser four goals in one game as well. One game, yeah, but we already talked about that, yeah. But, but yeah, let's just go with an early overreaction. Um, uh, Canucks could win the cup. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, okay, um. I'm just saying yeah. that's
0: fair. Early overreaction, but not really now. Okay,
1: fine. Canucks going can make the playoffs. Obviously, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna dial it back. Uh, two and zero. PD needs to get his contract ASAP. Yeah, Patterson needs to get his contract for sure. Uh, and
0: uh, and I overreactioned, I might be more right higher on the Canadians than you were, and I'm, I'm looking right after two games. <laughs> after two games, yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> games. <laughs> this is why we uh, we just want to have fun with this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Tampa Bay suck. Mont- Boston's undefeated. And Boston's
1: undefeated. who we put low in our tier list? And but
0: Pittsburgh is first place in the division. <laughs> well, tied with Carolina. But they have the edge. But, yeah, I mean... And Anaheim's in a playoff spot. The Canucks are undefeated. That's pretty surprising. Okay, Oilers, though. 0-2. The, both the games were Where, against Yeah, disappointed,
1: disappointed. Oilers and
0: Kraken, for me. I didn't expect Kraken to start off this bad. And uh, uh You didn't, yeah. Like, I, I thought they'll be fine. Like, 0-2-1. It's, again, three games in. We've seen worse. That's old reactions. They're shit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, no, the Oilers, though, both games were the Canucks. Canucks, both wins were the Oilers. Uh, Quick comment on McDavid, um, because after the game, there was some stuff he said about he did not like the decisions that the other coach made, um, why they took out Demko. I guess he didn't realize Demko was actually sick. But he was Demko was backed up in this game, so he was good. At, uh, so uh, yeah, Casey we have Schmidt. capable backups. We overreaction. We have the best goalie tandem in the league. Best goalie tandem in <laughs> the league. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, no, going back to the McDavid thing. This is what I'm gonna say, and I'm not calling McDavid out on this. I'm calling out the people saying Canucks fans especially, but like people saying McDavid's being a little whiny ass. You know what? Try to cut down the swearing here. But um, look, look, I want to <laughs> see him like this. Like people are saying that McDavid doesn't have an attitude. He doesn't go... He doesn't have, like, a personality. He just goes uh, political answers, sophisticated answers, right? People love Bedard because he loves to joke around in the media. Yeah, yeah. And he makes, like, those funny jokes. He's like, yeah, uh, I was, like, happy I was with Crosby doing the face-off, but then I got my, uh, you know what, uh, destroyed on the face-off, right? So, whereas he... I want to see McDavid, like, be, like, in a heel mode toward the NHL this or even a, a face-mode just make jokes, the right? greatest like, heel turn in history. No, but, like, <laughs> obviously, Oilers fans are going to back him up. I'm saying like. We still acknowledge he's the best in the game, probably the greatest talent ever, right? Some people, obviously, the older older guys, might disagree with that, but from what we've seen, from what we've seen, he's the greatest talent ever, and uh, yeah, uh, I I want to see this more. Like it's exciting to see it Like, he's he's calling out talk Be like, why the hell did you put into Smith or why why is power play one still playing when we're up seven one now? He's that part. I'm like, okay, just suck it suck up. It up. You're a professional, and um, yeah. and the Canucks have their they want hashtag the start as Halbert, Halbert and Prof put it. And this is the best start they have since 2017. Now, granted, 2017, they did not make the playoffs, I believe. So, <laughs> um, and the year they did make the playoffs, they were started off 0-2. I remember that definitively as well in 20- yeah, yeah. the bubble year. The bubble 19, year. nineteen twenty 20 year. But no, I, I want to see players come out and talk shit. Whether it be to other teams' coaches, whether it be just be funny in the media. Yeah. You're seeing that with the NBA. You're seeing that with the NFL. The only we need to see that more in hockey. I, I and it will be more that yeah. last thing. With especially with ESPN involved and TNT involved, you want to see it broadcast in the US and that's how A, you'll get your money with the cap going up and B, you'll make hockey entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I agree with
1: you. Uh, the only issue is uh, don't say shit to my coach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, yeah, that, obviously we're going to back our coach but yeah, yeah. this this
0: rant was more at a genuine yeah, yeah. General okay, reaction. It makes sense,
1: yeah, I agree with you but like at the end of the day, he kind of had a little bit too much to say after losing 8-1. That's my only issue with that whereas like, you know, because at the end of the day, you got your ass kicked, right? You, in my opinion, when you get your ass kicked in eight one, the only thing you should be saying is that we got our ass kicked and we need to be better next I'd time. I'd rather have him say yeah. that though, just as a neutral fan. Yeah, no, but if you lost
0: like you know like four three, then yeah, talk your shit, whatever. Which is what yeah, happened this game. Uh, <laughs> but no, but like it, it made sense for him to say eight one because yeah, like you said, the boring answer would have been yeah, we were shit. Yeah. I love that he did that. Right? And guess what? Now he now he looks like more of an idiot he's a sore because we loser. beat him four three because he's guaranteed a win. He's a sword loser. He guaranteed a win. McDavid's a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> the clocks are the best. Yeah. But no. Um to make hockey entertaining, please all players do this. Simple as that. Just talk when you need to talk. I love your, it when more. Pete call out. As McDavid. much as I don't like Marshan, he he does yeah. Patterson call out McDavid right now. <laughs> right? Yeah, because <laughs> you're better than them right now. Petey's <laughs> <laughs> the one guy that won't still do, yeah, it, yeah. I think. But I think that's it for the NHL right now. We'll try... Here's the thing. We're, we're going to be very NFL heavy for sure. NHL and NBA, we're going to start. We're going to have to make decisions here where he might follow more of the NHL. I might have to follow more of the NBA or we'll flip accordingly. But our teams will take priority first. Yeah. But whatever storyline we notice on each sport, especially when it's specifically just NHL and NBA heavy once the NFL MLB season ends, it is just soccer and uh, NHL and NBA... We're going to try our best to talk because of the NFL it's very easy to talk weekly. It's because like we could
1: watch every NFL game whereas we can't watch every NHL and NBA game. Yeah. We can't even watch most of the NHL and NBA games Because weekdays
0: are involved school, work, um, a lot of games happening at the same time. Game times and yeah. And there's no red zone. Unless you know (laughs) you could help us get to a thousand subscribers and we could quit our jobs and uh, make this full time then maybe that will help a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. like So we'll try our best. Like we'll do like we might not talk NHL every episode unless we find some storyline that we like. Maybe or we'll we'll bring one or two storylines that we find interesting. Where and when the NBA starts, and that's how we'll incorporate it in. Yeah. Um, because NBA does have an in-season tournament. Starting, Is that kind of so how we
1: do with MLB? Like, oh, we ha- we haven't talked about it enough. Yeah, so essentially that's how it's gonna yeah. be. Um,
0: because that's when we started, right? So
1: yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Moving on to the last thing, and uh, we'll try to keep this short.
0: So here's the thing. <laughs> This soccer, it's on international break. And you guys are probably like, why are we going to be salty about Manchester United? They're on international break. You guys should be happy. We still find a way to take an L. At least, depending on who you ask, in terms of United families. Um, so Jovan and I have, and many Man United fans have said that we need a fresh start. And all from the top to bottom. Uh, Not, not the bottom now, because I'm fine with Ten Hag and... Player is different story. From the ownership, From yeah. the ownership and management standpoint, we need a... Scouting, sc- every, all that stuff. Daftor, st- that stuff needs football. to be fixed, yeah. To the point where, like, Sheikh Jassim, uh, Qatari uh, ownership, should buy it because, based on what he said, now, we don't know how true on his word he would have been, but based on what was reported, um, him versus Jim Rock, Sir Jim Ratcliffe, I guess, um, were, like, because the Glazers were quote-unquote selling. At the end of the day, we... D- That's a lie. That was a lie. Like, it's That's been a, a year. It's literally going to be a year. That's a lie, Next yeah. month, so... um, And for the longest time, we've seen reports, Jasim's winning, Rockcliffe's winning, whatever. And the reason why a lot of United fans, including former players like David Beckham and Gary Neville, was they will... Now, we live in Surrey, so we don't... The stadium doesn't take an effect on us. But in terms of like the players, and eventually our goal is to go to Old Trafford. And Amr, uh, check out the pod, he shared his story that it is a genuinely a theater of dreams when you enter it, even though it's kind of like a sh- not the best environment. It's a makeshift Rogers Arena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the practice facility isn't there. Like Ronaldo has come out and said all of that all of that stuff as well. Um, that he was willing to invest, Get, get first of all, get debt free because there's a lot of debt. Invest into the club with his own money, which men's side, which, th- side. which they've never done, men's um, side, women's side,
1: and youth, everything, yeah, yeah. which
0: they have, n- uh, which uh, Glaziers have never invested. It just, they just took the success of Man United as a global, arguably top three, top even franchise, soccer franchise in the world, even general franchise in the world, and used that money to invest in certain things and gave a little bit of a budget. Um, and uh, Sheikh Jassim officially have pulled out, withdrawn. With Drew, sorry. After uh, his last offer. After his last offer, which was like 5.2 billion pounds or something. Where, like we said, um, debt clearing, upfront payment apparently, because they're rich, Qatar. So he just had it in cash. <laughs> yeah. He just had it in his trunk. Yeah. <laughs> and um, state-of-the-art facilities for all the yeah, stuff like yeah. that, scouting.
1: And then uh, Glazer declined. And then he's like, yeah, screw You know, it, screw it. this. He's and like, he's been doing it for like, well, I don't blame him. He's been doing for it for a year. Multiple like, bids.
0: They're, genuine, they're not trying to sell right and yeah. now Sheikh just see it sorry it's just a ploy so he's out as of right now like they didn't te- I don't think technically he withdrew right so either I don't I heard it he wasn't rejected I heard it was like okay well I think they said we'll see that type of response so he it probably still felt like it makes sense because yeah he,
1: It's been going on for a year, right? Yeah. He's been putting these offers up front, all this stuff, for a year now.
0: Sir Jim Ratcliffe, I think is 25%. By the way, this is more legit because Fabrizio Romano also tweeted this out. Yeah, Um, Jim Ratcliffe will now be buying a minority stake. 25%. 25%, which is more of the option because two of the Glazers, which are the main guys, Joel and Avram, uh, rat face looking asses, (laughs) um, don't want to sell the rest of the family does because A, there's so much Backlash obviously, with eng- how England goes with their soccer. Who let those guys cook? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, they were like looking more for minority stakes and Radcliffe sold out. He's <laughs> like, you know what? Sure. Yeah. 25%, but eventually I want control. Now, listen, maybe Radcliffe will be the best guy in three yeah, years' time he when he does be, yes. We don't know, but we, we want change now and that was Jake Jasim. And I'm not going to sit here and say we haven't spent the most money we have. But they're the ones spending the money on shitty players when we could have gotten guys uh, like Holland and like Julian Alvarez, etc. The issue is, is
1: it's, it's a thing that's it's just separate, right? You have like your ownership, and your then you have like your player scouts or director of football, a- and, and then, then, then for your, us and then you have your manager, right? And then
0: for us, January transfer window doesn't count, and yeah. they want us to sell players, and they're the ones paying these guys a lot of money, yeah, and as, so no one wants them. So then my point of them being all three separate,
1: right? like. The football club should be run all three together. Where like you know, you find a player that are, that will fit in the coach's system. That a player scout you know found, and then
0: the owners like, yeah, we'll buy them. Work as one, but not interfere with the others. Like like yeah. let like Ten Hag do his shit with the coaching. Tell Ten Hag, will tell the DOF, whoever it is. Hey, I want this guy. Try to get this guy. This guy's the backup. And then the ownership is gonna be like, or just this type ba- of player, He's like, here's right? the money. It's not even a player, but like just yeah. this,
1: like just type of player. Like I need like a yeah. I don't know some sort of like good... <laughs> Bruiser in the middle, or something like that, but yeah.
0: Um, so that's that's what that is. So we're so. just annoyed because there's fans that are fine with it, they're like, Okay, whatever, we'll, we get to see this. Now, there's obviously the moral side of things, Qatar is involved, um, as well. We're not going to get into the political side of things there, but yeah. Um, I was genuinely hoping that we just have a fresh start. And you look at clubs like City, uh, the owner actually invests his own money, and uh, you know look at their success. PSG on the flip side is like the opposite. Like they're so trying it, to it do Like it. we don't know what the outcome would be. Yeah. But at the same time like it
1: just feels like the club's being held hostage. Yeah. and Which it is. Now which it still is. It, is. it still is. It right? still is. So that, that's why I'm just like just I don't care if it was Ratcliffe or Sheikh Jassim. Obviously looking at what City did I am like oh, I don't mind the Qatar yeah. oil money whatever. Because uh,
0: Ratcliffe owns Nice. The French, and he's
1: barely he can't fund that.
0: He can't, he could, yeah. There's like reports that he can't yeah. do that properly, and now he's somehow doing the biggest club in England and arguably the biggest club in the world. Um, however, people want to view it, so that's the annoying part. We'll see how it goes out. The only way the Glazers will actually sell is if we stop actually buying stuff and uh, we actually empty the stadiums from the minute one, right? That's how it all works. If you want the Canucks to sell with Francesco. It's the same thing. Stop going to the games and stop buying merch. But, you know, people are going to still do it. If we ever go to England, we're going to end up going to a game because how often do we go to England? If this was going on right now, right? So, yeah. That's the annoying part. But that being said, we stay taking L's, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Soccer slash football will be back next. Club soccer, football will be back. Very quickly, Canada got destroyed against Japan. We, we didn't even talk about it off-camera because we yeah. forgot, forgot about
1: it. I mean, that's, uh, uh, um, like...
0: I should message, Peter. Th- th- yeah. Be like, what happened? I have to listen to their podcast,
1: though. As uh, well, yeah. So, but yeah, tune into that. Their, their lineup wasn't, obviously, like, full strength. Because Mar- st- it was a stocky, yeah. obviously. And but then Mauro Biello was, like, the fill-in coach.
0: Yeah, but so it's not a good start for him. Yeah. Don't blame him, either, too yeah, much. But like
1: I mean, he's j- thrown into that situation. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, other thing is I think some teams qualify for the Euros. I think
0: Scotland officially qualified. Scotland,
1: Turkey, Spain. Spain. I Think France isn't there. I think Portugal's as well. a win away. No, you know? Fran- Portugal's in. France, Portugal were the early ones, and then it was Spain, Turkey, and Scotland were added in. Um, I think Germany. Spain in there. beat Norway, so I think Germany's in there as well. Maybe.
0: Here's the thing, though, Holland. You gotta better. Qual- you better be qualifying for the Euros. If Scott McTominay got Scotland qualified. You, need to, you and Odegaard need to get Norway qualified. Yeah, you and Odegaard... If you want to be
1: in conversation with Ballon d'Or in the future. You and Odegaard are a good duo to qualify. World Cup, I, I understand. You. Yeah.
0: Euros, if Gareth Bale got his team to the World Cup and the Euros, you should be a perennial Euro team. You see Denmark do it, you see Turkey do it. If you're that really big of a superstar, you better do it. Yeah, Simple no, well. Euros are no excuse. You can't be struggling to get in either, yeah. but if you do... And World Cup's 48
1: teams, so I don't give you an excuse for that anymore either. Yeah,
0: that's because that's the debate people are having. Is World Cup that big or not? I think Ballon d'Or is at the end of this month uh, as well. And we've had two predictions. I think Peter Galindo had one and Amr had the opposite. So ours is Messi, both of
1: ours. Yeah, Amr's is Messi. Amr's is Messi, Galindo's is Holland.
0: Amr's like us because we're United fans and he's a Ronaldo fanboy as well. But he acknowledges that Messi's the goal. Yeah, yeah, so, same. But but yeah, Peter like Galindo, we'll probably drop clips, but also check out the full episode with Peter and uh, Amr. Um, yeah I think that's it pretty much for us Um, like I said make sure you guys um, uh, watch the Amr podcast it was great shared some insight gave some wisdom nice Uh, pointers yeah pointers Uh, his experiences being a physio at a live event what it was like good bad you guys want to check that out and while you're at it go check out the Jeevan podcast Um, go check out oh speaking of Jeevan world cup hopefully he makes a roster which he should um Starts November tenth, Indonesia. He should be leaving for camp soon. And uh, check out month, the Derek yeah. podcast Derek, as well. Benipal. Oh yeah, and Ben. Sorry, forgot about you. Forgot about you. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I knew I was forgetting someone because all the soccer guys. There's a soccer in. guys connected, right? Um, him. we are look. We are probably recording a guest podcast if schedules align this week. Yeah. So.
1: Uh. So that should be out. If that happens, it should be out in two weeks. Yes. And be a tier list this weekend for sure aiming for Saturday yes and uh, hopefully nothing goes wrong I think we should be fine so it should be Saturday and uh, anything else
0: no so that's pretty much it from us make sure you guys like comment and subscribe and uh, follow all our socials subscribe or no subscribe sorry download the podcast subscribe yes Uh, but download and hit the post notification bell and download our podcast on audio platforms and give us a 5 star rating other than that we'll catch you guys on the next one Peace. peace